1: In 2022, I would love for you to join my Patreon group. I offer at least two bonus episodes a month and a monthly advanced read and pre-publication author chat. For those on Facebook, I host a special Patreon Facebook group where we all chat books. Thanks so much to those who already participate, and I hope you will consider joining us. Today, I am chatting with Anna Ford about the fabulous website Book Clubs. Anna is the founder and chief executive officer of Book Clubs, an avid reader and book club enthusiast. She joined her first book club in 2005. Since then, she's formed, led, and actively participated in dozens of book clubs across multiple cities. Anna is passionate about the personal growth and connections that come through a discussion of books. I loved this conversation, and I am in the process of moving my own book club onto the book club's website. I hope you enjoy our conversation
0: as well. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis.
1: Welcome, Anna. How are you today? I'm
2: doing well, Cindy. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: I'm so glad you're here, and I have used your site, which you are the CEO and founder of, Book Clubs, a number of times, and I can't wait to chat more about it and have others find you as well.
2: Yes, I'm so happy to hear that, and I'm excited to chat more.
1: Well, why don't we start from the beginning, and you talk a little bit about Book Clubs, what it is, how it works, and all of that.
2: Sure. So. Book Clubs is a web app that makes organizing and joining a book club simple. People can use it to create their own club, either migrating an existing club over to our management system, starting a new one, or finding the perfect book club to join that's open to the public and looking for new members. So at our core, we are an operating system, a management system, a website, an app, whatever you are most comfortable Using terminology-wise, it helps book clubs get organized and stay together.
1: And you serve both online book clubs and in-person book clubs?
2: That's correct. Yes, certainly before uh, the pandemic, before COVID started, almost all of the book clubs that we were serving met in person, and they used book clubs as an online tool to help with their their offline gathering, and that has changed quite a bit. Uh, now we're serving both about, about 50-50.
1: It's so interesting that COVID changed so much of that drastically, the move to online for everybody.
2: It did. It it certainly uh, was a challenge for many book clubs that really cherished their in-person meetings and uh, were not familiar with online meeting or using virtual meeting technology. But we did a lot in the early days of COVID to help our existing clubs adapt and and migrate and get more comfortable with meeting virtually. And we made some changes to the technology so that clubs could more easily schedule their meetings with a virtual meeting link. And then we saw this massive, massive growth and new phenomenon of the online book club, whether that's between a a close-knit family that lived far apart and couldn't uh, meet, or even family that lived close by and couldn't meet, or uh, a very, very large social online book club maybe led by an author or an influencer uh, where we saw hundreds of clubs form that tended to be much, much larger in size, meeting either over uh, virtual meeting technology like Zoom or just on our club message boards to, to discuss books. So we saw the advent of the, of the online book club um, and online community around books really take off in the past two years on our platform.
1: That must have really helped your growth as well as everybody is scrambling to move online. I can remember what those early months were like, trying to figure out Zoom or other platforms, trying to get the word out. So book clubs would be an awesome way, I would think, at that time for people to achieve that.
2: Yes, very much so. So we've been, we've been really fortunate in our, our core organizing technology and, and more traditional uh, or private clubs that are smaller in size, more intimate, on average, you know 10 to 15 members, we've had steady organic growth in those clubs. Every month, we grow about you know 6% of clubs on our site of that kind. During COVID, in the first couple of months of COVID, so maybe you know March through July of 2020, we saw 25% monthly growth of those types of clubs. and that's when we also launched our join a book club platform or, or marketplace, if you will, for online book communities. And we've seen steady growth of the uh, members joining one of those online communities through our Join a Book Club platform at nearly 20 to 25% month over month. So yes, big, big growth um, because of COVID, but also I think enduring as uh, more and more people now have redefined what it means to be in a book club. So more of an interest in joining online communities around books, but also I think the need for for personal and in-person book clubs are needed more than ever. And we're, we're seeing more and more clubs even newly formed now that um, it's more safe to do so.
1: Well, I do think that is one silver lining of COVID is everybody learning all of these online technologies mm-hmm. and learning to connect that way. And I think you're right that the term book club has sort of been redefined. You still have those traditional in-person get-togethers in various cities or towns, wherever you are. But you also have these larger groups, as you mentioned, run by authors, run by influencers, run by whomever. It just seems like there's been a huge boom of those.
2: Mm -hmm. Definitely.
1: Well, let's start at the beginning and you walk me through how you got started, your idea for this concept, and then how you actually turned it into a company.
2: Sure. So Book Clubs has a a very (laughs) interesting origin story and, and hopefully a heartwarming one to many. I was leading a book club in Philadelphia. I started it with three close friends and it ballooned to nearly 50 members. And I was the de facto organizer and leader of that book club. And I was a busy professional and I was having a hard time keeping the club going. We were drowning in email chains and more and more time was lapsing between our meetings and discussions. Uh, Attendance was waning. I got so many texts and emails on a weekly basis. What are we reading? Where's the meeting? What can we bring? And it was, it was just really overwhelming. So our club wasn't doing very well. This was two years into to our club being together. And I, I met Ian, who is uh, Book Club's co-founder and CTO, through some of my friends from Book Club. And he was a self-taught computer programmer. And taking a class for a new coding language, he needed an idea for a project that had a, an email component. And I pitched to him, well, we could work together to build a website for my book club. We did exactly that. And we really built the club organizing features around primarily how my book club operated at the time. We met monthly. Uh, we rotated hosts. So the host chose the book. We were yearning for a more democratic system for for choosing books. And we always rated the book on a 10-point rating system after each meeting. That's how we concluded the meeting. And even members that couldn't make the meeting would would send their ratings in over email. So we worked for a few months to build uh, the prototype, I guess you could say, of what is now book clubs. And I used it as a private tool, personal tool, for nearly two years before we opened it to the public. We did that on on a more professional scale in the end of 2017. And I was in graduate school at the time, and noticed when I finished school only six months later that thousands of people had organically found the site, and I was corresponding with those clubs and learning how how much the site was helping them um, stay together and get better organized, and getting all of their feedback and ideas of how we could make it even better. So it was at that point that we really made book clubs a business and a startup venture. And I should mention that in in the years in between there ian and i started dating we are we are now married and have a one-year-old so book club and that that first book club and uh, the process of building this website and turning it from a personal tool to passion project to startup business has been very transformative for me in uh, more ways than one
1: and it's infiltrated all aspects of your life
2: absolutely (laughs) (laughs) yes
1: I love that that the two of you all started dating and ended up marrying while you're also working on book clubs.
2: Yes, and and for both of us, book clubs was just a side project for a long time, but one that just had incredible traction. And I, you know, it was just sort of a natural evolution and a pivot to to doing this full time and starting to run book clubs as a business. And it's been challenging, but I've learned more. These past few years, I think than in any sort of a professional endeavor in my life to this point.
1: Is Ian a big reader as well?
2: He is. He had not been as big of a book clubber as I I have been um, until we started book clubs, and now he's in a few book clubs as well. We we have one for our team, uh, for our family, and and he has more discussion thread type book clubs on different subjects that he's interested in learning as well. So yes, we both o- have always been avid readers and. I've sort of I've gotten him hooked on on the the book club aspect of reading as well.
1: Well, it seems like women are more drawn to book clubs often than men and I'm always so curious about that.
2: Me too, and it's something that I would love to change through book clubs and slowly we're we're starting to not that book clubs and and book clubs that are led by women and for women aren't fantastic. I've been and I am in many of them and they're such an incredible resource and support system and a way to not only learn more through through reading and and certainly reading books that you may not have otherwise read on yourself, but so many personal connections come through a discussion of what you've read and how you relate to it. That that experience is so is so personal, and you really end up having kind of intimate conversations. Um, and so sometimes it's it's better for that to be with a group of people that you know, or there's some kind common ground. But I think that book clubs would be just as beneficial to men, and uh, maybe even more so. And we can get into the, the maybe the sociology of of that. You know, the the very or even the history. The very first book clubs, uh, many were uh, led by women and 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 closely connected to the women's rights movement, and it was a way to to share ideas and, and advocacy strategy. There were prior, even to that, more more academic type uh, reading groups that were certainly. Coed and 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 maybe only male dominated before then, but um, we continue to see on book clubs about ninety percent of our overall usership and readers are women, but each year we see more and more clubs that have men and women as members. So now about a quarter of the clubs on book clubs are, are have membership, um, comprised by both women and men. Last year was only twenty percent, so I see that as an encouraging sign, and I think our Our Join a Book Club platform has helped to propel that change a bit. Um, We are seeing more and more clubs on that platform that focus on all sorts of interests and genres that go beyond maybe literary fiction, which the vast majority of book clubs that have been led by women tend to read. So we're seeing more and more nonfiction type book clubs, business book clubs, um, book clubs around varied academic topics that, that maybe appeal to, to different kinds of readers and to more men. And I think just the, the idea of having more of an online community might also appeal to men. So we're trying to, to break the stereotype that book clubs are only for women. They're for everyone.
1: I love that. And I think it would be beneficial for more men to participate in book clubs. Like, I know my husband loves to read, but he's not in a book club. But I think that process of sitting down and spending time with the group and talking about the book and what people liked about it and didn't, and then talking about other books as well. I mean, that's one of my favorite parts of book club is talking about other things that people have read recently.
2: Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. And to get inspiration for your next read and to to form, you know, bonds with with other people, and I think, certainly in adulthood and for men, there there aren't that many opportunities to to do that and to really focus on on personal bonds and relationships. Book club is a great way to do it. I have one inspiring story to that end, and I hope he's okay with me sharing this. We started during COVID a family book club um, with Ian's family, and he has several siblings, and and his parents are in the book club, and it was a really Nice way for us to shake up the the family Zooms over the past two years, and I think Ian's mother has been a lifelong reader and member of multiple book clubs, very very in, involved and engaged in in book clubs in her community. Being in our family book club inspired Ian's dad to to join a neighborhood book club of all men, and he's now maybe the, the most engaged and avid member. Uh, they meet. Monthly and I think it's a fairly small group of of men in their neighborhood and their community, but he's met people that he's been you know neighbors of for for decades that he's never really gotten to know personally of all different backgrounds and ages and it's just been a really beautiful thing to see how their their club has come together and how important it is to all of them and how it's evolved in the past two years so I think if more men gave book club a try, they'd realize the value in it.
1: I think that's exactly right. I absolutely love my personal book club. We've been together for over a decade. It's a wide range of ages and people who've come from you know different places in the neighborhood. So it's not like it was a group of friends who started. It's really a group that came together mm-hmm. in the book club. And I just adore them. And I love the books that we read. And it's just such a wonderful group. And it just makes me smile every time I think about it. So I think it's one of those things that would be really beneficial for men like you were just describing for Ian's father. Mm-hmm. And I'm so curious on this family book club. How do you choose your books?
2: <laughs> oh, we vote. <laughs> so there's a polling feature in book clubs. And what we do is we rotate. And this is true for several book clubs that I'm in, actually. We rotate who gets to select books for the poll. So the the person either leading the next meeting or, or um, whomever's turn it is to select the book will put forward a a selection of, you know, three to five books that the members choose from and then the the winner is is the book that we we choose next. So it's mostly a democratic process, but um there is some some power in being the the person that puts the, the poll together, but everyone has options.
1: I love that because I do think that is one of the most difficult things for a book club is how they select their books. And we'll talk about that in a little bit because you have a variety of resources on your site for that. But that is hard.
2: It is hard. It is hard. And I think um, even as a member, you might have an idea or you read a book in another club or personally, or you've read a review and you'd really like to discuss it with your club. You might not remember the next time you're together and meeting or when it is finally your turn. So we have uh, features to help with that as well. At any time, you can add a book to your personal want-to-read list, or you can recommend it to your club's want-to-read list. So any member can, can continually recommend books with notes as to why. And then you can even auto-populate polls with books from that, that club want-to-read list. So we, we try to make sure it's not only easier to select the book, but that it's, it's easier to remember the possibilities um, as they come to you.
1: And you have all sorts of discussion guides on your website, which I think is another thing that is fantastic because it is really difficult, I think, if you're the one running the book club to sometimes make sure there are adequate questions. And there can be a generic list, which I think you have, but also questions that are specific to a particular book are so helpful. So who creates your discussion guides?
2: It really depends. So we do have guides for for many books, certainly not all of the possibilities out there. If you search for a book on book clubs or if you're thinking of one for your club, each book has a book detail page on the site, and it's easy to see if there's a discussion guide for that book. If we don't have one yet, certainly there's a way to contact us and suggest it. But uh, we, we we source our discussion guide questions and guides from, from many places. We partner quite a bit with publishers. So to help curate and promote books by genre, um, we have a book of the month. Any book that was a promoted book on book clubs or a recommended book that we've put put out, uh, we work with the publishers to make sure that there is a discussion guide. So oftentimes they're written by the publisher, the editor, or the, the author themselves, and we, we post uh, the guides that way, and when we do that, it, it's it's clear that it was the publisher that wrote them. We rate many of them sel- ourselves in house, so the book club's team or our staff, and we're we're hoping to and trying to be more of a repository for all discussion guides that are out there. So again, we'll we'll do that both in partnership with publishers, but there are a lot of other great resources out there, and um, we've already um spoken about one um with B- Book Club Chat and other sites that focus. Primarily or only on discussion guides, we see big opportunity to at least um, you know uh, collaborate on making sure that clubs either after they've selected a book know where they can find a guide to help with their meeting, or if that's important to them before they choose a book, knowing where they might be able to to find that inspiration.
1: Yes, I thought of Heather Caliendo and her site Book Club Chat when I was looking through your discussion guides because I've used her discussion guides a number of times and they are wonderful. So you know it's just wonderful to have those resources out there.
2: Definitely, even if you're the type of club that you might not start a meeting with a discussion guide, it's nice to have them in your back pocket if there's a lull in conversation or if it's a group of people, certainly if it's uh, you're early on in your your book club's life to get conversation going and and to spark it. I often find that it's even nice to have members read a discussion guide before they come to the meeting and then often a member will have read a question and we say, I'm really curious what, what you all thought uh, about this question. So it's a nice way to even crowdsource the discussion to, to share the guide with members in advance of the meeting.
1: Absolutely. I ran an online book club during COVID for a literary salon that I have here in Houston, and that's exactly what I would do. And that's when I often was using Heather's guides. I would send the guide out to everybody ahead of time so people could kind of think through the questions and they would always say, I'm so glad you did that because it really made me think about things I wouldn't have thought about before I came to the meeting. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So tell me a little bit about how book clubs business model works. The website is currently free for book clubs and for members. So how does that work?
2: So we believe really strongly that book clubs should be free to use the core version of uh, our website and the features and the functionality for book clubs. We want to make sure that we can serve every type of book club out there. And just as being in a book club and reading are really important and it is important that they're accessible to all, we want to make sure that the website and the app are that way as well. So it is free to use book clubs. You can create your club, you can join a club, all totally free. The way that we're able to do this and sustain this, or there are multiple ways that our business model works. So the primary way right now is through partnerships with publishers and authors. There are many promotional spots for books on our site and in our newsletters. So we curate these, um, but in partnership with with authors and publishers, recommended reading by genre, with discussion guides, our book of the month. We have suggestions for reading that go out in our email newsletters, on our blog, Many, a lot of that content and a lot of those book recommendations. Are sponsored and paid for by the publishers. And that's a big uh, revenue source for us. We also have other types of advertisements. They're they're few and far between at this point. Um, There may be more in the future, mostly in our emails, our email notifications that go uh, between members or in our our email newsletters. Uh, We do not yet have uh, advertisements on the site or the app. We may have a few uh, in, in the future to help us sustain our operations We'll do so making sure that we don't compromise the integrity or the experience of the site. But that's a a main uh, revenue source for us and a big part of our business model. We also have custom features for different types of enterprise and institutional clubs. And a lot of those features, not all of them, uh, certainly businesses or institutional clubs, libraries and, and school districts, or even bookstores, there are free versions of book clubs that that they can certainly choose to use, but there are custom features um, and premium features that we also offer that certain types of clubs choose to pay for. So these are things like customized branding, maybe having an ad-free experience, removing members from uh, receiving email advertisements or newsletters, or ensuring that they'll never see an advertisement on the site. Those are things that that we offer for in part of a premium package that either enterprise or institutional clubs can pay for, or certainly more traditional clubs as well. So that's a growing aspect and part of our business model is creating more um, customized features for different types of clubs, and a lot of those those features are paid for. But again, those are things like customized branding or engagement analytics or um, an ad free experience, um, certainly for enterprise clubs and um, they tend to be much larger in size and and need a, a few more things or assistance in actually facilitating or hosting the club or connections to authors these are things that uh, services that we provide on top of or in addition to um, what you can find on book clubs just by going on and creating a club so that's another way that we make all of this possible a third way is through the sale of books so, Uh, We don't sell books directly to listeners, but when you schedule a book for your book club, or if you go to a book detail page, uh, we do have affiliate partnerships with other retailers of books like bookshop.org and libro.fm, also Amazon. If you do choose to buy your books through Amazon, um, when one of our users or book club members purchases their books through the website, we receive a small commission of that sale. So those those are the creative ways that we've um, Pieced together to make the website free and to make this possible. I'm sure more creative opportunities will come to us in the future. But um, that's 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 full disclosure. How how we make this possible?
1: Well, it's wonderful that you do keep it free, and I know people appreciate that. And it sounds like you have been very creative in the number of ways you can try to bring in revenue.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's a it's an exercise in creativity on, on a monthly basis.
1: Well, I get that because the podcast is the same way, you know. If I don't have an income that comes directly from anywhere, so I have to do the same thing: piece together ads on my website, a Patreon community, ads in the podcast. I mean, that's the only way to try to make it break even,
2: right? And I forgot one, um, one new, another creative way that we're that we're seeing and and, and really supporting. Is there are more and more clubs on book clubs that charge a membership fee. Some of them are nonprofit charities that use book club as a fundraising tool, and the charity requires that you make a recurring monthly donation to the charity to have access to the book club or perhaps book club, you know, being a member of the book club is a perk for existing donors, that sort of thing. Um, we're able to, our technology is able to facilitate that membership, um, subscription or payment for those types of clubs for a small service fee that, that is less than, um, if they would use, you know, Patreon or, or, or PayPal or, or whatever payment processor um, they may have been using in the past. That type of club and that service is growing both for the nonprofit charities that are, are using book clubs, but also for a lot of book club leaders that are part of the creator economy and um, want to charge their members, even if it's a nominal fee, for their work in, in hosting the space and leading the book club um, we're able to support the technology and the payment processing for those types of clubs. And and we're seeing more and more of them come to book clubs. And that's that's a new and, and small, but hopefully growing revenue stream for us in the future. Again, only for the types of clubs that that choose to, to charge a membership fee for, for whatever reason, we, we are able to support those types of clubs as
1: well. I think that's wonderful because I do know as a creator, so much time and effort goes into creating something and then to not have any income coming back, it can be difficult. So I applaud those book clubs that know how much effort it is and are willing to charge, even if it's a small fee, it adds up. And the fact that then you can benefit from that is kind of a double win. Yep,
2: yep, it's a win-win for, for all of us. And And then they find, you know, a lot of those kind of creators or influencers or expert facilitators of book clubs, when they charge, even if it's a dollar or a couple dollars a month for membership, those members tend to be more engaged, so it's a it's a richer book club experience for for all involved.
1: I think that's exactly right. I think when you pay, you're much more likely to show up.
2: Right, unless it's your 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 neighborhood or personal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, no, of course not. But I mean online because I think there's so many offerings just all of the time, and trying to wade through all of that can be difficult. So I think if you do spend a little bit of money, that you just think, okay, you know, this is something that's important to me, and I will be there. Yep. So you have a recommended reading section, and I was going to ask you how books appear in that section, but it sounds like some of that is related to your revenue.
2: Yes. So a lot of those books, I wouldn't say the vast majority, but probably the majority of those books are promoted or sponsored books from authors themselves or from from publishers. But um, to even be a a sponsored book, we heavily curate that list, and we make sure that it's a book that we think is a good recommendation to our community, and um, we make sure that there is a discussion guide to accompany that book. So, if the publisher hasn't already written one, um, we do that in-house. And so, many of the recommended uh, reading books we we curate and select or promote uh, up to five a month uh, across across genres. And then we also have a book of the month each month. And once it's a past month's recommended reading book, they live forever on our discussion guides page. So, those books are all either. Uh, sponsored by the publishers, or there are a couple we we reserve spots for a few a month that are just curated um, from our team, either based on what we're seeing as trending on book clubs, um, that are you know scheduling meetings, and we look to the months ahead and see what what types of books are gaining traction. Um, we want to make sure our others in our community know that they're they're great popular book club books, or we've come across a new um, book, or we really want to ensure from the types of books that we support, we're supporting a diverse uh, list of, of books and authors, certainly doing as much as we can to support and drive um, readers to learn about new emerging authors um, as well. So it's really a mix of, of books that our, our staff and our team pick and
1: books that um, publishers and authors come to us hoping to promote. And does anything in particular happen with your book of the month book? Or is it just the number one highlighted book for that month?
2: So a couple things. So it's the number one highlighted book that month for sure. And so we make sure that that book, it has a a premier spot on our homepage and in our newsletters. And also we we promote it on, on social as well. We do a lot with those books to promote the organic community reviews of the book that comes in on our social channels and in our blog. And we also host on book clubs a book club called Book Clubs Author Chats, and almost every month—not um, always—but the author of our book of the month joins us when, when possible, for an interview with um, members of our team. So, book of the month is heavily promoted throughout the site and in our newsletters. But we also interview those authors as part of our book clubs author chat book club.
1: Oh, that's fun! I always love talking to authors.
2: Yeah, anyone in our community or. Even if you're not in a book club on book clubs, you can certainly join that club and, and tune in. Um, so that's an added perk both for our community and for the authors or the publishers that that book that spot.
1: Well, that sounds like a ton of fun. Author chats, obviously, based on my podcast or something that really appealed to me. So I think it's really fun when a group can join in and ask whatever questions have, have really come up for them. Yes. So let's talk about what happens when I want to join book clubs. Mm-hmm. First, how do people find you? And then second, there are two types of people looking at book clubs, I'm assuming. A group that already has a book club and wants to join and, and put their book club on book clubs. Mm-hmm. But then there's also people who don't have a book club that would want to join one and they find you as a result.
2: Right. Right. So let's talk about that, that first group first. So if you are in a book club already, well, actually, there are even two types of, of clubs uh, or club leaders looking to create a club on book clubs. So the first would be um, maybe a club leader or organizer, even a member of an existing club that could really benefit from a better organizing system. And those types of clubs tend to find us just through searching organically, you know, book clubs, organizing tool or, or how to set up an online book club or maybe word of mouth. We don't have a, a large budget for marketing. So our growth has been mostly organic and often just through, through word of mouth. And so the members find out about book clubs. One person creates the club on on the site. When you do so, uh, you're taken to the club admin page to to set up the club and customize your settings. You get a unique invitation link that's private and just for your club. You can add emails or or phone numbers and send texts to your existing members uh, with the link to join, or we can help and do that for you. And then the members would join book clubs through that unique invitation link to join that club. Um, It's a similar system if you're starting a a new club. um, You create your club on book clubs, you choose its name, you create the club, and you can customize how you want the club to operate. We can get into some of those details, but it's all pretty straightforward on bookclubs.com slash create a club. Once you do create the club again, you have a unique invitation link and you can send it out to your existing network or the people that you plan to invite to join the club. If you had plans to make this club open to the public, there's a, a way to click that setting on the club admin dashboard, and we work with you to make sure that your link then is easily recognizable so you can you can send it out broadly. And if you'd like to be visible on the Join a Book Club platform to people looking for a book club to join, um, there's a brief vetting process and we, and we work with you to make sure that you'd be a good fit for that platform. It's very simple and automated and you are listed there as well. So that's, that's what it's like if you are creating your club on book clubs, either migrating an existing club or starting a new one. And then it's a simple process to invite your members and your members would all join the club specifically through those invitation links, not through the, you know, the homepage bookclubs.com. But if you are in that other camp of maybe you're an individual reader and you are interested in joining a book club for whatever reason, maybe you want to, maybe you've moved to a city, a new city, and you want to meet people in person and you're looking for an in-person book club to join. Maybe you're a sci-fi aficionado or you're looking for a book club specific to a genre that really interests you or you want to be a part of a really large online book club that only meets on discussion board, Um, maybe you're looking for a book club that meets regularly over Zoom, Um, whatever it might be, whatever your interest level might be, whatever type of club member you want to be, um, we probably have a club for you on our Join a Book Club platform. And you can go to that. It's just bookclubs.com slash join a book club. And there you can see all of the clubs that we offer that are open to the public and what they're about and how they operate and what they expect of their members. And then you can join through that club page. So there are really um, a couple different paths to finding book clubs. And there's even a third. If you're not quite ready to take the plunge in joining a book club, there's still a lot of benefits to just joining the book club's community. So you can sign up as an individual reader. And as an individual reader, um, you can still access and create all of your personal digital shelves. So books you want to read, books you've read, your favorite books currently reading. You can receive personalized reading recommendations. We have a, a recommendation engine based on your, your ratings and reviews of books you've read in the past or books on your reading list. Um, so there are a lot of individual readers that love the digital shelving and the book recommendations. And as, a, as an individual reader member of book clubs, you can still have access to Community reviews um, and shared reviews of books. You can still search for books. You can still go to all the places on our site to receive reading inspiration of what you want to read next. We have online discussion forums. We have a public forum where there's a lot of discussion of books and book specific titles, even outside of a club experience. And then maybe when you're ready or when the right club really sparks your interest um, on Join a Book Club, you can join. But there is a, a pathway and certain benefits and utility of book clubs, even if you're, you're not quite ready to join a club.
1: And the join a book club feature applies to both in-person and online book clubs. Is that correct?
2: That's correct. And when you set your club up, you are able to choose how you'd like to be promoted or, or how you meet. And there are a couple ways, and certainly hybrid approaches uh, tend to uh, be popular, and, and lots of clubs are fluid. But many clubs choose to be one of the three things either in-person and location-based. So then you're searchable by zip code, by city, by town on the website to be a, a virtual book club. So you do have regular meetings, but they tend to be virtual. So over a platform like Zoom, or you can be the type of book club that you never host an actual um, scheduled meeting unless it's on the club discussion board. So we have discussion um, message boards for clubs that can host live any synchronous chat. So there are a number of clubs on book clubs that only meet over a discussion board.
1: I'm not sure I realized that. So that gives people a little bit more flexibility if their schedule is difficult or they don't want to commit to a certain time once a month. They can just hop on whenever they want.
2: Correct. Yep. And um, it's easy to see on the Join a Book Club platform how clubs categorize themselves so you you can kind of know what you're getting yourself into before, you're, before you join.
1: I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, what about keeping up with ever-changing technology? How is that for you all?
2: That is probably the most fun part of Punk Clubs is continually updating the technology and the features that we offer and improving them. And, and we have a pretty organized and robust system for doing that. I mean, we do have a tech team and we are a, a tech company. And so we're continually updating and improving the, you know, the back end aspects of, of our website and the architecture but we source feedback from our users on a regular basis. We have several hundreds of our users that have even volunteered to be part of a a feedback group and to continually help us with beta testing and offering ideas and, and working with us as we develop new exciting features. So Everything gets cataloged as it comes in as a feedback or request. We really see uh, what more users are asking for. We do uh, surveys on an annual basis. Um, And then there are lots of other ways um, between our annual surveys where uh, users can help us to prioritize the tech improvements because there are just so many things we could do at any given time. We have to be somewhat prioritized about it. But that's the really fun part about, about being a tech company in this space. Some of the really, the new exciting features that we've launched just in the past couple of months, in addition to those discussion boards I was telling you about within a club experience, um, you can also send direct messages through book clubs now to your club members. So to your club admin or to other, other members, everyone is really loving that feature. And that, that took a lot of time and hard work to launch um, and we're really excited about it. We made a lot of improvements to the Join a Book Club platform um, to make it even more searchable for by all of those sort of things. We were just talking about the type of club, where it is, how they meet. That's a big new enhancement. And the really techie thing, I alluded to it earlier, sort of the newest tech feature we have is that personalized uh, recommendation engine for book discovery. And that's it's an AI-based model that we're able to offer really customized book suggestions, based on your previous reading habits and ratings of books. So we've told all of our, our members, you know, if you want to get great book recommendations, make sure you go in and, and rate the books that you've read um, so we can we can um, suggest books that we think you'll like. So that's been really fun to launch and to grow and to get feedback on. We're constantly looking for for new inspiration.
1: First, I can't wait to try out the recommended reading section that you're talking about the personal recommended reads because I always laugh when I'm on either Goodreads or Amazon and I'm looking up a book and then they're like, if you like this book, and then they you know they list all these other random books. And I'm like, yes. what is the connection between this book and that book? And it's most likely probably sponsorship, but it's just hilarious because I'm like, okay, I've read both of those books that I can't even find one single connection. So I'm so curious to try yours and and find some books that actually would make sense for me.
2: I, I think it's a bit more um, authentic, and hopefully, the recommendations are a little bit better.
1: I hope so. Uh, and then, second, that must be hard to prioritize because there's probably a million different directions that you could go in, and just trying to rein it in and say, "Okay, what's going to be the most useful here? What will we get the biggest bang for our buck for?" Just trying to figure it all out has to be pretty time consuming, and just go on faith, I guess, sometimes.
2: Yeah, sometimes, and then you know, we we're just very data driven. So we're constantly seeing how our users interact with the, the new features. If from a user experience perspective, if, if people are getting caught up in, in how something was rolled out and not really using it to its fullest potential. So we're, we're constantly just, you know, in an anonymous way, um, learning how the features are being used and how they're rolling out and, and how our users are aware of them. And a lot of it is, it is ruthless prioritization, but a lot of it is, okay, we know that people, you know, our polls are a good example. Our polls are sort of um, the polling functionality is one of the most, I think, valued features of within book clubs. So when you create your club in Book Clubs, you can use our polling to schedule meetings. So there's a built-in Doodle, you know, calendar scheduling um, functionality that we've built for free. You know, Doodle is now now charging. Um, we have polls for book selection, so you um, to democratize the voting process of what you're going to read next. We have open-ended polls. We have yes-no polls, so you could do your own sort of build-in if you're familiar with the site sign-up genius. That exists within book clubs, um, and our users love the polls. But that's complicated technology, all of that functionality within one system. So we had to make a decision. Okay. It's not going to be perfect at first for all types of polls, but we want to make sure that the functionality exists. So let's get it out there. And then we just continually, we've been improving it for, you know, the last three years, almost two and a half years. And we really do that based on the feedback that comes in or, you know, the, what we're learning that our users are struggling with, or that isn't um, simple or easy to use. So our mantra has sort of been like, let's, let's get it out there. And we know that our users are just book club readers and the people that are really finding value in our technology are so wonderful. And they're continually providing feedback and letting us know when something can be better. And so that makes the prioritization a little bit easier.
1: That's a good point. Get it out there and then you can tweak it all you want based on user feedback. And as you said, looking at the data. Yeah, you said that much more succinctly. No, not at all. I mean, I was just sort of summing up what you said, but I think it's really interesting to hear how it actually plays out. So that's wonderful. So book clubs started as a name that ended in Z, but the beginning of this year, you changed it to an S. Tell me what motivated that change. So before
2: I answer what motivated the change, I should probably tell you why we started with book clubs with a Z in the first place. Good point. Um, Which was not my top choice. of a a website name or or domain for for this site. But as um, we were talking about the early days of book clubs, it was just a personal tool. And when Ian was working on building the tech, and it was ready to go live, I was away on a business trip. And he was so excited to get it out there. We didn't have a long conversation around what should the URL be or what should the name be. And bookclubswithaz.com was available. It cost fourteen dollars, and so Ian just bought it so that he could launch the site and, and show it to me when I got home. And we just stuck with it for a couple of years. I personally used it. You know, I didn't love the Z, but who cares? It was just for for my website. And even when we first introduced the site to the public or made it publicly searchable and available in those early days no one really minded the Z or if they did, we were so small, it didn't matter. Um, I remember doing a poll early on. This was just, you know, URLs and domain names are incredibly expensive. um, The good ones anyway. And so I remember doing a poll early on, we probably had a couple hundred users at that point. And I asked, what do you think of the Z? Should we keep book clubs with a Z.com or should we switched to i think at the time the closest thing that was available was bookclubs with an s.us and we had a mix and it was almost 50-50 and some people said i hate the z drop the z and other people said like i love the z it's great branding and some people said .com really matters to me others said i don't care if it's .com just get rid of the z others said you know this could limit you bookclubs.us and that that actually turned out to be true we now have a an active club in over 70 countries. So we really have international reach. I'm glad I didn't choose that. Anyway, we just stuck with bookclubs.com for for many years and an opportunity presented itself. I had been watching the space. Some other people were able to buy other websites close to ours, um, one character off and and start different, but somewhat competitive type websites. And we realized, okay, this, this field is getting a little bit more competitive. I think being able to find us is going to be more and more important. So searchability and SEO and name recognition, and we are a literary-minded business. Maybe we should be spelled correctly. Anyway, we started a big search of what could we afford to buy um, and to maybe make a, a website name change. And um, this was a very long process, but we ended up purchasing book clubs with an s.com and I mean, it's still a really straightforward name, and making that that switch in January, and nothing changed for our users or on the site except that one character change, a Z to an S. And most of our users were really, really congratulatory, and you know they knew we would not have gotten to this point without them. And you know they're excited for this next change um, and stage. I think the proper spelling makes us seem a bit more legitimate, and certainly as we're working um, with more and more. Enterprise and institutional type book clubs. I think the S. I think the S helps. We've had some diehard clubs um, <laughs> with the Z fans that just can't understand why we made the change. They liked, you know, that the Z stood out. and And to those users, I'm really sorry. It was a it was a business decision, but I think it's felt really good, and it's it certainly has helped us to grow. We've seen our, our growth rates and just our searchability go up quite a bit since we made that change.
1: I can absolutely see that. And you're never going to make everybody happy all the time, just like you mentioned with your poll before. It was split 50-50, but people had all different ideas. So I think it makes perfect sense. And obviously, it was the right thing to do if your growth is exploding as a result of the change. And searchability-wise, which really is going to be the most important thing for you, it makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Well, what about what the future holds for book clubs?
2: Good question. Wish I had a crystal ball. But our hope is, and what our, our mission has been, and what we're really striving towards is, you know, we want to be the technology that powers all types of book clubs all over the world. Um, so I think the future holds a few things for us. As I mentioned, we're really hoping to continually grow um, and for more and more book clubs to find out about this great free service to help their book club get organized and stay together. We have a couple ideas of, of how we'll do that, and we're really working to execute. That and just building awareness of of bookclubs.com for book clubs. We want to do more with our custom features for those enterprise and institutional types of clubs. So we're hoping to grow our team a little bit to help in that direction. And then the really big vision for, for book clubs and for the future is to bring more and more individual readers into the fold and into our community, even if it's just to have personalized shelving and to share book reviews with someone or to get inspiration for your next book, because I think that's the first step in seeing the benefits of being a part of a book community. And my hope is then more and more people will be inspired to join or start a book club. I just I think they're so wonderful and I really hope to inspire as many meaningful connections as possible through books through our website and through this technology, whether that's supporting the clubs that are already out there or inspiring more individual readers to try out a book club experience.
1: And I'm always encountering people who are wanting to join a book club. So I do think it's a goal for many people to find a book club, a home, a place where they can meet like-minded individuals, read the type of books they want to read. Book people are always looking for other book people to discuss books with. Yes. Well, I could talk about book clubs all day. This is absolutely fascinating, but I know we don't have time to do that. So, before we wrap up, will you tell me what you've read recently that you loved?
2: Um, sure. So, I think as we talked about, it's hard for me to narrow it down to just one or even two titles because I'm a member of um, now over ten active book clubs. Wow. <laughs> some are online, some are in person, some meet monthly, some meet you know quarterly. So somehow it's manageable, but. I've read a couple books recently in different book clubs that I think are worth sharing and recommending. So I have a book club that we only read international women's authors from around the world. And we're trying to read a book uh, written by an author from from every country, or as many countries as possible. We just read Isabella Lundy's latest Violetta. I'm not sure if you've had a chance to read that yet. It was phenomenal. Uh, so I would recommend that. I'm reading a book right now in a book club I'm almost finished, and it's just been really breathtaking, and that is The Prophets by Robert Jones Jr. There are a couple books I'd recommend um, given the season that we're in. Um, So I read a really smart, high-concept love story recently, a very enjoyable romance. It was also great social satire. It was The Arc by Tori Henwood Hohen, and I would highly recommend it as, as a beach read. More for your summer vacation. And I'm in a couple nonfiction book clubs as well. One is uh, really geared more towards the, the spiritually curious. And we recently read The Art of Letting Go um, by John Perkis. And I really think that's one of those sort of personal development books that will change my life uh, forever. So I would highly recommend it to others as well.
1: Well, those are all wonderful recommendations. And as I said, I could just talk books all day long. It's just so much fun to chat about them and the ways that people find books and book clubs and just all of it. So, Anna, thank you so much for joining me today. And I can't wait for more people to learn about book clubs.
2: Thank you so much, Cindy. This was really fun.
0: You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast
1: and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you liked this episode, and I hope you did, please follow me on Instagram at Thoughts From a Page. Consider joining my Patreon group to access bonus content and support the podcast. Tell all of your friends about the show and rate it or subscribe to it wherever you listen to your podcasts. I would really appreciate it. I hope you'll tune in next time.